0: Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on!
1: Bang, bang,
2: bang, bang. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody feeling? Pretty good, actually. Yeah, feel all right. This this time change normally messes me up, but uh, yeah, I feel all right today. Yeah. I went to bed about eight thirty. I managed to get a good night's sleep. So, so seven thirty. I don't feel too bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: was
3: in I was in bed by nine thirty. You, uh, Jimmy, functions. You've learned to live with very little sleep. I, but I, but you guys don't nap in the afternoon. I do. I always nap in the afternoon.
4: How hard, like, how long do you sleep in the afternoons? Because you get An like, hour? Okay. All right. Hmm. I was going to say, because you get, like, four hours sleep. So you're getting, you're basically living on five hours sleep. Jimmy
2: also wakes up way, way too early. Like, <laughs> Jimmy wakes up at, like, three in the
3: morning for some reason. Uh, he's gotta, he needs time to get ready, correct? <laughs> Star Wars. I have breakfast. You know. I, he's I'm, a weirdo. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: It's a. If I don't get up at three, I feel like I'm rushed. I don't know why. You don't leave. What time do you leave the house? Good point. But it's just, <laughs> i I get up at three twenty. But uh, unless it's Star Wars day, but I leave the house at well, ten to five. Put his face on it. ten to five, and you're up at three twenty. That's I have. I cook my breakfast. It's not normal. What are you it, cooking it for breakfast? It's not normal. No heating up, heating up a sub. <laughs> He's i has got a beautiful of in the microwave. A Actually, those Knish I got, I've been having those for breakfast that I got from Bliss. Yeah, those look good. <laughs> I regretted not buying those as soon as I saw him carrying them to the car. All right,
4: um, David Draymond celebrating a birthday today. He's 50.
0: So we're kicking off the show with Disturbed. Wah-ah-ah. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Ah. If you're like most Americans, you've been groggy all day after losing an hour of sleep to daylight savings. And as you struggle to remember how to change the clock on your f***ing microwave, you may have wondered, why is this happening? For years, conventional wisdom has been that it benefits one particular group. I know it started because of farmers, I'm (laughs) almost sure of that. But that's not actually true. It gives them extra time to plant, extra time to harvest. It has nothing to do with farmers. I remember years ago hearing that it was for the farm people. The farm people want nothing to do with this, as they themselves will tell you.
1: I know, really no farmer that I'm aware of that benefits from, from you know, actually farm activities and daylight savings time.
0: Of course, daylight saving doesn't benefit farmers. Cows don't care what time it is because they're cows, and cows are idiots. I actually tweeted that yesterday,
4: and I tagged my, uh, my MP, my federal. I think it's a federal thing, right? Uh, if to they get show. rid of it? Provincial, because we had the. But wouldn't it be like okay, that's it. We're not doing this in no, Canada cause, anymore. Because
2: every province is different, right? Saskatchewan doesn't do it. Although, like the, the random towns will. And yeah. um uh, yeah, we we had a, a vote on it here in Alberta. Remember, they put it in, but they made it really confusing. Yeah, they they put the wrong question in or something. No one knew what it meant. Yeah, you're right. So people we were either, like, you, you didn't know what you were voting for. It was like people wanted the other one. So they were like, hey, we don't change our, cl- whatever it was. We're going to stay this way, but people wanted to be I this way. I actually had a proponent of it, and I don't know if they were kidding,
4: because I, I t- like I said, I tweeted, I said, please tell me you're doing something to get rid of Daylight Savings mm-hmm. Time, um, Heather. And and then I said this is a serious question, and I put that John Oliver bit in there, where it goes on to talk about how this was in, implemented by the Germans in World War II as a fuel saving measure. Yeah, and everyone just thought it was about the farm. We even you and I have been on on this program. You're from Saskatchewan, yeah,
2: I, and you even thought it was something to do with farmers. Yeah, that's what I was always told. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um,
4: I just I don't over the years it hasn't really bothered me that much like but when i when i start to learn about how ridiculous something is and how stupid something is it starts to make me angry (laughs) now i'm mad about daylight savings time and i never have been (laughs) because the (laughs) pointlessness of it it's so dumb like i just had you stay on this time yeah i had you look up the um the whatchamacallit the the, the fatalities as well. Don't like car accidents and things like that go up like significantly the week after daylight savings
2: time. I was just looking, and it says there is research that shows that crash fatalities go up the first Monday of daylight saving time in March. So today, um, possibly, possibly because drivers are sleep deprived after losing an hour of sleep. Okay,
4: here's it says. here's the thing that drives me crazy about that. Is that we get rid of everything? Kids can't be on trampolines anymore. Mm-hmm. Like they, t- like anytime there's any possibility that you're going to get hurt, they just they like your public officials lock it in. They put signs up and they just shut it down. Shut it down. Yeah, that's it. You can't. Like we are so overly protective. We're uh, we're a completely like that's our society now we we overcompensate for everything Mm -hmm. right no one is no one can be at risk for anything right they have safe spaces in colleges and universities Mm -hmm. where you can go and hide away to make sure that you don't get i don't know what whatever it is insulted or something
2: but but this this is still a thing yeah they say in the in the united states the Monday after the switch, hospitals report a twenty four percent spike in heart attack visits as well around the U.S. Something about t- changing the time, losing that hour, more heart attacks today, uh, strokes as well. Um, yeah. So why? Why are we? It still doesn't doing it?
4: make any sense. Like I, like I said, I've never had a problem with daylight savings in time until I started to realize. It. Like when I I'd say it on the air, like well, it's for the farmers. I guess it's. But if it's not, why are we doing this? Yeah.
2: What are we doing? Because we've always done it. So stupid.
4: Oh, but I I did get one person saying that the kids would have to walk to school in the dark. Yeah. They don't walk Uh, to school, do they? And I thought... (laughs) That's not a thing. Please tell me that's not a thing. What kids are walking to school? I didn't even I didn't even have it in me to reply to that tweet.
0: You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. This is. I wish it was in Can. I wish it was in Edmonton.
4: Um, we maybe shouldn't do this. <laughs> it wasn't. No, we'll do it. I think it people will side with us. It was in Savannah, Georgia. I'll get you to read. That little piece in the in the prep there.
2: A man was crushed to death while allegedly attempting to steal a catalytic converter, police say. <laughs> so he was crushed to death while attempting to steal the con- catalytic converter from a vehicle at a Savannah, Georgia car lot. So you gotta say like Georgia.
4: Something tells me that the owner of that place that got because in the story i went on to read it mm-hmm. he had lost uh, quite a few catalytic converters oh. I, th- I think he set that something car up something
2: was booby trapped yeah
4: i'm i bet you money on it that he set it up so that the next asshole that crawled underneath of that truck
2: yeah. it kind of like he'll uh put the piece of cheese under the cardboard box and then yeah. the box closes on them <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's going to happen down in savannah georgia because
4: this is a big problem down there in the article it goes on to talk about how this Mm -hmm. area in particular is quite bad for and we're like we have a edmonton has a catalytic converter issue as well it's worldwide yeah you know that there's going to be zero investigation Mm -hmm. into cars just don't fall on top of somebody when you crawl underneath of them Right? Yeah. You have to do something. You have to set that up so that it's going to happen. So, and listen, not that we're encouraging that activity here in Edmonton, because, I mean, at the end of the day, this sorry sack of shit died, and we should be sorry about that. We Mm shouldn't feel bad about that. But
2: he was doing one thing that we all hate. Yes, right. I, why do I hate these people so I much? I can't. Yeah, same.
4: If you're driving same. around right now and you're listening to this show and you're a catalytic converter thief, you are the biggest piece of shit. You're just a <laughs> complete loser. There is no reason for your existence on this you're planet.
2: You're buying stolen ones, or
4: it just you are a just you're a piece of crap. I don't know why this makes... There's so many things going wrong in the world that we live in. I don't know why this angers me so much. And I've never actually had anybody steal one from
2: me. Well, knock on wood. Yeah. Grant's got the the king strap. I got the king strap, yeah.
4: Anyway. I apologize for this break. Because at the end of the day, some asshole did die. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: Three. Two. Ribs, midget at the movies. I, shall call him I,
3: Your puppy. I nothing,
0: no. It's like minute
3: at the movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch on the weekend? Moneyball. We got to think differently. We are the last dog at the bowl. You see what happens to the runt of the litter? He dies.
2: Moneyball, such a good movie.
3: Such a good movie. Yeah, Billy Bean, true story. <laughs> Um, you know, it's one thing I didn't know and I still don't totally understand when it comes to sports, especially baseball, is how important the numbers are. Like he's, you know, he, whatever an RBI is and whatever, you know... The, <laughs> all that stuff in the <laughs> whatever an RBI is what is it there's run b- batted
4: in there's more and um that was a bad example i think i know where, where you're there's more analytics now oh, in the even, game
2: even like, now there's there's hockey yeah there's
4: there's so many ways to mathematically break down the sporting world and a lot of gms now we you'll see you'll look at a gm or an assistant gm and you'll go did you ever even pick up a bat? Like they don't look like it. Like Kyle Dubis, we we joke about him all the time for the Leafs. Mm-hmm. That that he looks like he's fifteen, and he's a numbers guy. He's uh, what do they
2: call it in hockey?
3: I don't know what they call it, but statistician? No, it's
2: not even. A, no. it's, the analytics <gasps> are, are crazy, and some franchises use them more well, than I can't, others. And, I think. And Billy Bean and and the Jonah Hill character were. I think Two they, were, that
3: really, they, they,
2: they some seem like sports the first. donkey. What's it called when
4: when you use numbers to make decisions for hockey? What's it called? I have
2: no idea what you're talking about. Um, I didn't know there was a name for it. The way a nerd? nerd? <laughs> no, no, there, no, there's a term.
4: It's driving me crazy. Nobody's uh, texting in.
3: Yeah, I don't know if anyone knows what you're It's too doing. early for sporting... <laughs> sports and but the way i understood the movie is the brad pitt and jonah hill characters were the first ones to do yes do that. they really leaned into it yeah yes they they to they, the extent that they did
2: because they didn't have money to pay the big free agents and they looked at it and said okay this guy hit 40 home runs but Corsi. His,
4: i've never heard that before it, cor, Corsi, thank you
2: um yeah but they're like, hey, he hit 40 home runs, but his on-base percentage sucked. This sucked. Like, let's look at the other numbers. Yeah. The problem
4: with what happened with Oakland was he finds this guy, Jonah Hill, who has this mathematical idea based on somebody else's theories about baseball. And he actually starts to apply it because he's a, what, he was an economics grad or something like that. Yeah. So he works out some systems on how to actually make it work for baseball and he joins I think it was the Cleveland Indians at the time and then Billy Bean runs into him gets him to come to Oakland they're the first ones to actually buy in fully like fully commit to a mathematical approach to money then everyone saw their success and went hold on now the whole league starts doing now it's now they're back to square one again right because I in, everyone started to apply the same type of math
2: and the same types of theories to how they approached baseball. I know in baseball, it's like, I mean, it's my favorite sport. Um, a few years ago, everyone used to look at what's his batting average? What's his batting average? Yeah. Now nobody cares about batting average. It's OBP. It's yeah. uh, OPP. It's, yeah, um, OBS, sorry, um, and and the war, the wins above replacement. Like, it's all the other numbers now. Your batting average, you're like, yeah, it's great to have a 300, but it's not the most important stat anymore. Yeah. Slugging percentage, and
3: yeah. One thing about the movie that I found kind of, I don't know, disturbing, but it kind of bugged me was how much even even the guys in the back, like the management, did chew, and they were constantly spitting into a cup. Yeah. That, Baseball, sports, man. Oh yeah, I, yeah. That bugs me. There was quite a bit of that, wasn't there? Oh
2: yeah, yeah. But I they just, they just banned it a few years ago. Where you can't have it in your pocket anymore. You can't, you can't on have the, the on the can't field. Have the tin in your. You
4: can put it in, no, and go out
2: right. Yeah, but you can't have the tin in your pocket.
4: I wonder what it is about um sports and
2: nicotine. Like focuses you. Is it? Okay. I think so.
4: Yeah. Especially baseball,
2: yeah. a lot of guys are on. That's why they're all on. Um, in baseball, they're all on uh, ambient. Um, it, we're really having.
4: It, we didn't get of fo- end. Yeah, we didn't get enough sleep last yeah. night. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. So, what's your rating for? Be- uh, before I go into my rating, I have to say I did love every second of this movie. It was awesome. Even the Brad can- Pitt parts.
1: Oh, he's I, got a I, bit of a love affair for Brad oh, Pitt. Okay, no, this, this is Brad is one, Pitt
3: boner for him. No, this is one of two <laughs> of his movies that I like. The other one is Troy, but that's. <laughs> what, Troy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your rating? I gave it a five, but I wish I could have gave it a six. So there we go. Five. It's one of the best movies I've seen.
0: It's a a great
4: movie. Yeah. Moneyball is a great movie.
0: You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Everybody looks so great. When I look around this room, I can't help but wonder, is Ozempic right for me?
2: Best line last night? That was one of them. Jimmy Kimmel was on, on it last night. He was on point. The Pauly Shore line. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because two that actors from Encino Man were nominated. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough night for Pauly Shore. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, damn it. I laughed. Oh, He's so funny. And, and you know what? There's such a good combination of... Funny and then uh, he's a dick too. Yeah, but he he can get away with it.
2: He does. Yeah, I yeah, don't he know if get he's. Away with it. I think Rick, Ricky Gervais is a better, but he's way meaner. Ricky Ricky Gervais is is a lot more mean. Like yeah, where Jimmy Kimmel, I, I love Ricky Gervais and I love when he hosts the Golden Globes. But yes, Jimmy Kimmel's a little more likable. I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Although he gets away with a little more. The stuff at the end, the Will Smith stuff. Yeah. that was pretty tough. Yeah, he
4: was, that was that was good too. That's probably one of the better openings I've I've seen in a long time. I laughed the whole way through his his opening monologue. That was brilliant. Yeah, so well done. I, you know what? I'm glad they kind of they didn't reel him in. You know, they kind of mm-hmm. let him do his thing, which which is I think you ca- you have to
2: yeah you have to address what he, happened last year. His other line that I really loved was when he said Tom Cruise shirtless playing volleyball. <laughs> L. Ron Hubba Hubba, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> they will Scientology joke I in there. About that. L. Ron Hubba Hubba.
3: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like Tom
4: Cruise is the biggest star in the world. Yeah. He's taking a shot at Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, right. Like he doesn't he doesn't shy away from tough stuff.
2: No, it was good. I would watch if you, if you didn't watch the Oscars. Like just watch his opening monologue. You don't you need to you'll watch. Be, you'll the be Oscars. entertained. Yeah, you don't need to watch the Oscars. Is there anything from last night that we that, should highlight? That everything everywhere all at once was the big winner. What is that? Uh that is a weird-looking movie. Um so it's like an interdimensional Korean movie. Oh. Um, okay. It, yeah, that's the one that Jamie Lee Curtis she won supporter supporting actress for that one. Okay. She's obviously not Korean, but she's in it. Yeah. Um she's crazy. Hey. <laughs> she's a little She's turning into like fun auntie territory. Ah, she's always been Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's the um, auntie that that gave you weed. And I didn't know that that the guy that won the award, K huai Kwan or whatever, mm-hmm. Yeah. That he was short-round in Indiana Jones.
4: Get I have okay, no well, idea. Then that explains the pictures with him and him uh, and Harrison Ford Harrison. hugging,
2: <laughs> Doctor Jones. <laughs> so that Brendan Fraser won uh, best best actor for the fat guy movie for the whale. For the whale. Um,
4: yeah, those are kind of the big ones. Go watch the opening now. It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If you missed it, if it's like it's fourteen minutes long. You can go have a look at it. I think that's
0: that's my Oscars experience yeah. from last night. 857 <laughs> Cruise FM. Everyone loved Top Gun. Everybody. I mean... Tom Cruise with his shirt off and that beach football scene. El Ron Hubba Hubba. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty... <laughs>
4: Risky. I like it in a Hollywood crowd. Yeah, we're like ten percent, fifty percent Scientologists, Scientologists. <laughs> but everybody laughed though. Yeah, yeah, it did get a good chuckle. The
0: locker room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Trent Johnson.
2: So, last night was the Oscars. You've heard us talking about that on the show, obviously. But my personal favorite award show, <laughs> the Junos, mm. are tonight here in Edmonton. Canadian music's biggest award show, where all of the biggest Canadian stars will be accepting their awards from elsewhere because they couldn't be bothered to fly to Edmonton to attend the event. <laughs> Don't worry, though, because. I'm sure Jan Arden will be there. She made the trip in her 07 Civic from Calgary to be here tonight. Uh, we do know that Nickelback is going to be in attendance at the Junos because they will be joining the greats like Bobby Curtola, Chilliwack, Rush, Brian Adams, and Paul Anka in the Canadian Music Hall of Fame tonight. Woo! Uh, once they are in- inducted. They'll be given their plaid membership jackets, (laughs) jugs of maple syrup, and lifetime passes to the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto. I hope there's no awkwardness either as uh, Avril Lavigne is going to be presenting an award tonight. It's the first time the former Canadian Royal couple, Chad and Avril, will be seen in public together Since their uh, split Nickelback is being inducted Into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame Over Zoom by Ryan Reynolds And in person By Connor McDavid It's a big honor, look at them They went from uh, being the most hated band In the world to being inducted Into the Canadian Hall of Fame Over Zoom by a pre-recorded call From Ryan Reynolds, so that's pretty awesome The Grant Report is brought to you By our new merchandise Beer is cheaper than therapy and clearly it works just as well. Look at us. We're all well-adjusted. <laughs> <laughs> Text now to get the link to buy your shirt. I
4: saw this last week. I thought it was pretty funny. And then on the weekend, I saw that people were angry with Sunny D mm-hmm. for making an alcoholic drink. Why?
2: Because um, it was marketed to kids.
4: Originally, Sunny originally. D.
2: Like, when I was a kid, Sunny D was targeted at me. And yeah. it worked. I used to suck that stuff back like nobody's business. <laughs> hockey, like when I played hockey, I'd always have a little <laughs> bottle of Sunny D in my bag. It's been it's around forever, right? Yeah, It's not healthy. It was,
3: <laughs> I, I thought it was basically like Tang, like where we yeah. grew up on Tang, but it was pre-mixed. That's how I looked at it because it tastes very similar.
2: Yeah, it does have a
3: very There's,
4: tang kind of... Have you
2: had it recently? No. I tried to, because I used to drink it all the time when I was a kid, and I tried some. I remember uh, it being too, really sweet. Though, and it was awful. Uh, yeah, it is was the, terrible. Is the,
4: um, the alcoholic beverages, are they available in Canada? No. Not yet. They, um, so okay. they're coming
2: out with the Sunny D vodka seltzer, <laughs> selling them at Walmart in the States. <laughs> Uh, not available in Canada, yeah. Yeah, people were mad because they're like, this was a product for kids. Uh, and they're like, yeah, but all the kids we marketed it at are no, now in their all, 30s. They're all in
4: their 30s and they and want alcoholics. Sonny D booze. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah. And he, at the end of the day, this is how we should be introducing kids to alcohol. Right? <laughs>
3: they, they grab the wrong bottle and they're they drunk a little at vodka. school. vodka. <laughs> <laughs> no, am I wrong? I guess so, yeah. Vodka,
4: it's a breakfast, it's a breakfast drink. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to play two artists for you here, okay? Okay. And the idea is that you try to tell me at least who the artist is as quickly as possible. Jimmy i You're never paying attention. Never. Okay, all right. You ready? Oh, Miley Cyrus. Okay, uh, all right. Wrecking Ball. I think you're going to probably prove my point here. This? Flan on. No. Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Donald J. Trump. In, no? the, in the J6 choir okay yeah yes. <laughs> you, you saw this story yeah I saw it was trending it was the number one song
4: on iTunes so if you see this pop up on your iTunes today
0: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America
2: this is a jam
4: <laughs> <laughs> what is this explain this to everybody so
2: it's Trumpy yeah. And then it's the January sixth people that are in prison. They have to the, acquire, I guess. The people that stormed <laughs> the Capitol and they released this song. And it went to number one, knocked out Miley Cyrus. Knocked
4: off Miley Cyrus, baby.
2: As number one. I'm sure he won't gloat
4: about this today.
2: <laughs> and he released it ahead of his uh appearance at what do they call it? CPAC or whatever it is.
4: Okay, yeah. yeah. So last week, I think they were in Hungary. <laughs> The home
2: of democracy.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Nutty57 Cruise FM. This is a really cool story. This is cool. Yeah. University of Alberta.
4: So some students built a satellite, and Elon Musk is taking it up on one of his next trips with SpaceX, and they're going to
2: let it go. It's a small cube satellite. It's going up tomorrow and it's to keep track of the wildfires. So it's gonna orbit the planet and keep an eye on wildfires is what they said. It was it inspired was, by the big Fort McMurray one. Then it was built
4: here. Yeah. By University of Alberta. University of Alberta students. Yeah.
2: That's pretty insane.
4: That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Wonder how they do it probably infrared. Last night I heated up
4: some taquitos in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> you live close to the university. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll need your help. I was by myself for dinner. I didn't know what to do, and I went into the freezer and I found some taquitos and
3: I cooked them up. I did some Jamaican patties.
2: I was proud of myself. I had pizza, uh, pizza pops in the air fryer yesterday <laughs> for lunch. <laughs> we all ate healthy yesterday. <laughs> well, good for you, University of Alberta. Whatever, yeah,
4: your Space program, nerds. Alberta Stat program. Good kids. There you go. Nice work. Kind of cool. Well done. So The Last of Us wrapped up last night. I'm not going to give any uh, spoiler alerts. I will say this, though, that... um, Everyone died. No. (laughs) (laughs) It was quite a shocking finish to the show.
2: Okay, I need to watch it. Shocking? No. I'll probably watch it tonight or tomorrow.
4: I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to leave it there. It was good, though. Mm-hmm. So season one is done. Yeah. Um, Apparently, there's a bunch of like stuff, like extras stuff, mm.
2: but I couldn't find it. Okay. Because originally, they said it was going to be 10 episodes, and then they did eight. So yeah. Maybe there's a bunch of extra stuff that they shot and everything else. I'll have to go in and, and just sort of look inside of my crave and
4: see if there's any extra see what's there, yeah bonus stuff in there but yeah you'll you'll enjoy it uh, but what we have learned cuz we've been watching this since it launched here on the show the three of us um is that they are doing a second season yeah and Ellie is apparently coming back and Pedro Pascal that's the rumor anyway
2: right? so they cuz there's a big time jump from season 1 to season 2 and there was talk about whether or not they were going to recast Ellie mm-hmm. um, like they did in Game of Thrones, the But I think one. they will. Um, they're not going to recast her. Okay, that's official now. Yeah, they said 100% Bella Ramsey is not getting recast in the second season of The that's Last of Us. That's
4: disappointing.
2: Um, she was so good. Oh my god. She was... Her and Pedro were yeah, unbelievable You he wanted her to not be in the second season? No, I want her to be in the second yeah, season. Yeah, so she's not getting recast. So she is going to be in the second. Okay, you got to stop using big words. <laughs> recast means like... So she's like, coming back. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Re- recast would mean like they've recasted the role and given so it to I someone else. Oh, I thought it else. was being re- recast as it's doing over again. <laughs> yeah. 100%. She's coming back. Not getting recast. So she's coming back. She is coming back, yes.
3: Okay. All right. Wow. You totally confused me
4: there. It confused the hell out of me. I was disappointed. Daylight like
2: savings
4: <laughs> get to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you haven't watched this show I would highly recommend it mm-hmm. Because everybody that I know
3: That's watched it Even if they're not into zombies Because it, it's not really a zombie show Not really, no it, Not like, really Like those creatures only show up In a couple of episodes They're not in every episode No, it's more about the Mankind surviving after an
2: event like that Dystopian and, Yeah you know, sort of And thing. the relationship
3: between them. Yeah, between the two of them, yeah. yeah. It's It'll more be uh, a relationship thing.
4: More money for Alberta, too, right? Because mm-hmm. if they come back, they'll be filming here. I'm sure they will, yeah. I'm sure they will. Did you see the uh, Rachel Notley ad during the Oscars last night? No, I didn't. <laughs> it was so painful. Was it?
2: <laughs>
0: it was so go look it up. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson and James White. 957 Cruise FM. The story really bothered me. <laughs> me too. Connor
4: Bedard, who everybody knows, he's the next big going to be like,
2: number 1 hockey phenom. Um, All the teams are trying to lose to get him. Had a great World Juniors. He was just deadly and he's been on fire ever since. And... So he's never had fast food in his entire life. His mom said that He's been on a very strict diet, and in his life, he has never had McDonald's, never had Wendy's, never had any of that. Never experienced a Happy Meal as a child. The Dirty Bird. Never had KFC.
4: I I think we need to make sure we keep an eye on not only people that grow up like this but mm-hmm. also the parents that grew, that raise kids like this so
2: see that's why i'm bothered by it because yeah. I, if he doesn't want to eat it as an athlete and uh an adult that's fine that's his decision but you're are you telling me as a 3 year old his yeah. parents never took him to get chicken nuggets exactly or so, a cheeseburger so he he clearly needs to be put on a watch list yeah. as well as his parents so like what kind of parents like were they forcing him to work out his entire life? Like, was this is this one of those situations where it's like you are going to be a great hockey player? I don't think they should be allowed to travel like around anywhere. <laughs> like, I think
4: they should. I think uh, police should circle their home <laughs> at least once a day to keep an eye on them. Like, clearly I, there's something wrong. I here. bet
2: he's never had hot
4: dogs in his craft dinner. That also is an indication of a family that should be
2: kept an eye on. I probably never even had craft dinner. Exactly. Yeah, that's... that's, It's wrong. This is on the parents. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bad job. Somebody call the police.
0: (laughs) You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. We forgot to do something this morning with our Majid at the Movies.
4: So on the weekends, Jimmy goes home and watches a movie, and then we get a review from him, and we generally get that review out of the way in the 6 a.m. hour. We're doing this thing where we're doing Six Degrees of Separation. So we're connecting all of the dots and have been since the beginning of the year. Yeah. And we went from Jonah Hill. What was the Jonah Hill movie? Well, Moneyball. Moneyball, yeah. So we're going. To, we're jumping into Brad Pitt movies. So we have to pick a Brad Pitt movie. So if you have any suggestions, start texting them to us now. 780-989-0957. Three,
0: two. The Locker rooms. Midget at the Movies. I shall call him Minnie It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter.
4: I'll go back a month on the Six Degrees of Separation with Midget at the Movies to give everybody an idea of where we were going. So we did CB4 because of Chris Rock. CB4 had Ice Cube in it, so then we did Jump Street. Jump Street had Jonah Hill in it, so we did Moneyball. Now we're doing Brad Pitt movies. We've done some in the past with Midget at the Movies because Jimmy has this, I don't know, it's a Tabor thing. They hate yeah. good-looking. movies.
2: No, it's not Tabor. It, they're scared of what they feel when they watch Brad Pitt movies. No. It's it has probably nothing what it to is. do with Tabor. Brad Pitt on screen. I hate
3: Brad Pitt. He's a good-looking Why? man. You never I, hate, I don't know. There's something about him that annoys me. It has nothing to do with Tabor. It has to do with me. I find him annoying. And Scare your father move. and your mother. No. And, and your siblings. No, this is they're, me. This is all me. And your church mates. They're no. all afraid of what they okay, feel Okay, a couple okay. Of people
2: I went to church today yeah. didn't like them, but. It's okay if it moves during a Brad Pitt movie. That's it had to do with me. <laughs> it's normal. So rattle off your Brad Pitt
4: movies that you haven't seen because from that we should be able to come up with um, one. And we've got a bunch of, of requests that have come in mm-hmm. at seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. 957.
3: Bullet Train, Meet Joe Black, Babylon, World War Z, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, uh, <laughs> Legends of the Fall, uh, Seven Legends Years the in fall? the f- uh, Seven Years in Tibet, That's a good Ad, one too. Ad Astra, good A one. River Runs Through It, good Sleepers, A, a Big Short, uh, Babylon, uh, uh, World, uh, War Machine, Cool World, and War? Twelve Monkeys. Oh. War Machine
2: was actually decent. That was a newer Netflix. I don't one. remember that one. Is Bullet it? Train's really good, eh? Have you I haven't seen, seen it. No. That's I've really good. I've heard from a
4: few people that it's
3: it's good.
2: solid. It's it's
4: a lot going on. And it's a
3: recent movie.
4: Yeah. We could go Bullet Train. Did
2: Bullet Train come in at all? No, it didn't. Um, I saw 12 Monkeys a bunch. 12 Monkeys came in a bunch. Thelma and Louise, you've did you I've say, seen, you seen that, that one? one? Um Snatch came in a lot. We made you watch Sn- Snatch Snatch is one, is one time. of yeah. my favorite Brad Pitt movies. I love that movie. World War Z came in? No, or Z as we say here. World War Z was actually pretty decent. I actually really enjoyed that zombie movie,
3: zombie one. Yeah, I'm not a fan of zombie movies. It was hard. It was the premise was a little. We
4: don't need to get into it. I like the idea of making him watch Twelve Monkeys. Yeah, Twelve Monkeys is a good one.
2: Bruce Willis. Because then we
4: could go Bruce Willis next week, right? Or Christopher Plummer. Yeah.
2: (laughs) All right, Twelve Monkeys. Okay, you're gonna like that movie.
4: Ah, uh, no, he'll hate it. <laughs> <laughs> turned on by Bruce it's, Willis, dude. It's, it's, never, it's never an issue, though, whether he likes it. Or
0: no. It. Yeah. All right. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM.
4: I'm seeing more stuff like this. I'm hearing more stories about
2: stuff like this.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's always been a thing, but why...
2: Why is it more prevalent? I mean, we even know people who this has happened to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's a little
3: close to home. It hits
2: a little close to home. (laughs) There's this story about a woman who saw that her her job they posted her job it was a job similar to what she was doing the company was hiring someone read the story it was the
4: exact same job it had her it had her job title in the
2: in the description so her company posts her job online and posts a salary thirty thousand dollars higher than what she makes a year so she went online and she applied for it yeah she said i want that job That's, this one pays more on oh, that job. I should be a perfect candidate. You've yeah. already hired me. I already know what I'm doing. I've got years of experience so they, at it. So what they did was they took the ad down. Did you read the
4: whole article? I didn't see what they so did. So they took the ad, the ad down, okay, and they reposted it and changed the name of it. <laughs> to a different job role. They changed the name of the <laughs> job, but it was the same description. <laughs>
3: Unbelievable! Uh, that's
2: unbelievable. Like,
3: we
4: live in a world right now where, yeah, where companies just they don't care
2: about their staff. And she had expressed several times to her employers that she felt undervalued and underpaid, and had asked for pay raises. And they had given her the runaround. Well, her the stories- econ- this economy, I mean, we can't afford it. So this this um particular
4: i don't know how it's ended but apparently she got a jump bunch of job offers yeah so i i have a feeling she may have jumped ship from this particular it's unbelievable i mean i i have i have a hard time believing that you would have the audacity to do like Mm -hmm. and there's rules in the states i don't know if there's rules in canada but this the article went on to talk about you you have to have transparency yeah. You can't actually they, hide how much you're paying your
2: staff. The company have to put it in the ads and everything.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, crazy story. <laughs> If you guys ever see on the thing, midget co host on the locker room uh, for 30 grand more.
2: <laughs> Look at you guys. That's a very specific posted. Replacement midget.
4: This is Show Local Some Love with Dale from Jeff's Auto Glass. How often do you get called Jeff, Dale?
1: Uh, I'd say about 50% of the time. <laughs> so I, I pretty much answer the phone now with uh, that I'm AKA Jeff. Uh, AKA. <laughs> Because I think I sent you
4: an email asking, "Hey Jeff, when's good for you?" And then you responded back with, uh, "Next week's good, Dale."
1: <laughs> Is yeah, the- when you uh, when you purchase a business that's been in uh, that's been around since 1983, you can't really change the name. No, all right. Is there a good time to replace your windshield? You know, a lot of people tend to wait until spring, but there's really in Alberta, it really doesn't matter. You can change your windshield at any time.
3: What is a gift of a windshield?
1: Basically, you know, a lot of family members they on a, on occasion like to uh, gift their kids a windshield, so they'll just give them a gift certificate for birthdays or Christmas or oh, okay. any time really.
2: That would be an awesome gift, actually. That is a to great, get a new windshield. That's a great yeah. gift. Yeah, because it's
1: one yeah, of those so, things
4: you put off and put off and put off. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So especially Je- if you're a kid, you know normally you don't have a lot of funds anyway. So yeah. if you get a uh, gift, of a windshield for your parents, it's always nice. Yeah, it's
2: something you probably might not do yourself when you're younger, but if if you get a gift from one, it keeps you safe. Beautiful and- idea. So Dale, you well, mentioned we- you bought Jeff's. It's been around a long time, and it's a family-owned business,
1: right? That's correct. We've been around since 1983, uh, serving the north side, northwest uh, side of Edmonton. Yeah, I bought it about uh, four years ago. And we've been going along ever since. You guys obviously hire local as well. One thing that comes up when people are
4: talking about windshield stale is the the chip repair, and and people probably don't know whether or not a chip is a full replacement or if it's something that can be repaired just individually. Can they bring something by?
1: Yeah, of course. Any anytime you have a, a chip that you have a question about, we can definitely take a look at it, give your opinion. Now, a rule, good rule of thumb is if the chip is or the jam the total damage is larger than a loonie you're probably looking at replacement because the material won't won't inject far enough out past the loonie to, to do a proper fix
3: uh, how can people find you
1: we're located at 15047 118th Ave in edmonton
3: beautiful
4: thank you for this dale i just about called you jeff <laughs> 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 that is show local some love make sure you check out jeff's auto glass
0: You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Making radio great again. Really, guys? Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.